to you by the Las Cruces Sun News. This is Straight Shooter. What is going on, everybody? This is Justin Martinez, a.k.a. Jay the Sports Dude. And if you are listening right now, let me just say thank you for tuning in to Straight Shooter, the podcast where I shoot from the hip and give you everything that you need to know about the New Mexico State men's basketball team. Now, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but this is the fourth episode of our season-long journey. So if you're a returning listener, then welcome back. I missed you. And if you're new to the program, well, then welcome to the family. Where have you been all my life? Guys, we have a great episode in store for us tonight. So I'm coming to you all from a place that I like to call the saloon. So Barkeep, what do we have on tap for today? On tap today is a recap of the New Mexico game, an interview with Ivan Aurecoechea, and a preview of the Cayman Islands Classic. Alrighty, thank you Barkeep. I have my lasso in hand and it's time for our post-game roundup, the segment where I round up my thoughts on the most recent New Mexico State game. Now the Aggies fell one point short of a win against their rivals, the New Mexico Lobos, on Thursday at the Pan American Center by a score of 78-77 to in the latest installment of the Battle of I-25. And even though it is a tough pill to swallow for New Mexico State, I do feel like the team played some of its best basketball this season. So I've rounded up three takeaways from the contest. My first one is that Terrell Brown looked healthier, guys. As I'm sure you know by now, the senior guard has been dealing with a strained groin all season and it has affected his game. Now, when I talked to Terrell after the Arizona game on Sunday, he said that he was at about 75 to 80 percent in terms of health. Add in another 72 hours of rest leading up to this New Mexico game and you could see that it did help him out. Now, I want to put this out right now. He did not have a good game in terms of shooting. He went one for eight from deep, which just is not going to cut it especially for a player that Jan says is the best shooter on the team. However, however, guys, in terms of his mobility, I think that he improved significantly, okay? He played over 30 minutes for only the second time this season. He recorded the team high five assists, and he only turned the ball over once after entering the game averaging four turnovers per contest. Again, he did not shoot well, but you can't blame that on the groin. Shots just were not falling, and it'd be like that sometimes. But the most important thing is that he has his free range of motion back, okay? He was able to create separation from his defenders, which I don't think he was able to do much of leading up to this game. A really good example was in the second half about midway through it there's five seconds left on the shot clock and they just kick it out to Terrell at the three-point line and say hey can you make a play for us and he says I got you guys so he puts a little a little move on his defender with a quick shimmy gets to the baseline and hits a high arcing shot over the outstretched hands of a taller defender and he sinks it as the shot clock expires that's just a really good example of something that I don't think he could have done a couple games ago because he was not able to get that separation due to that groin which really hurt his mobility so again the shots will fall eventually but Thursday's game overall was a step in the right direction for Terrell my second takeaway is that Johnny McCants needs to be on that court more okay the redshirt junior only played 11 minutes against the Lobos because he got into foul trouble and he actually fouled out but when he was on the court McCants actually had a plus minus of seven points now for reference Yvonne had the second highest plus minus on the team with only two points so McCants really was a spark plug off the bench and the best example was with about three minutes left let me set the scene for you guys tied at 77 they give the ball down low to Yvonne and they say hey can you give us a shot he says I'll try it I got the hook shot it does not fall oh no New Mexico is going to get the board 
But nah, think again. So Johnny McCants, keep in mind this guy is six foot seven, dealing with some skyscrapers like New Mexico's Carlton Bragg Jr., who is six foot ten. And McCants says, I got more ups though. So he goes and gets the put back dunk, says, watch out below, and nearly brings down the rim and the house. Then on the very next play, he gets a steal, shows off some active hands, and gets the Aggies out on a fast break. Now, especially with the shorter rotation due to injuries, McCants needs to watch his fouls and stay on that court to give New Mexico stay a much needed boost off of the bench now my final takeaways speaking of Yvonne is we can stop talking about his ankle okay now he has been banged up since the summer it started with a concussion in the offseason actually and then he also dealt with that sprained ankle for the first few games of this season but Yvonne posted 12 points and six rebounds against the Lobos he wanted that ball in the paint he battled with guys two to three inches taller than him as I mentioned with New Mexico's Carlton Bragg Jr. and he looked to be in great shape after playing 35 minutes. Now, for reference, his season high in minutes leading up to this game was only 22 minutes. So quick maths, that's 13 minutes more, guys. Okay, so that's a good sign, and I think that we can officially take him off of the injury watch. But don't just take it from me. I actually got to talk to Yvonne about where he feels his game is at right now and where he feels the team is at right now as well as they're sitting at 2-3 and three on the season. So let's get into segment number two, that interview with Yvonne. Barkeep, change the channel real quick. You got it, boss. Starting off, um, I know you've been dealing with a, is it an ankle sprain you've had pretty mm-hmm. much since the summer. It doesn't seem like it's affected you as of late. You put up, I think it was 19 against Southern, mm-hmm. 12 and 6 against the Lobos. Is it safe to say that you're kind of over that at that point? Like, is it bothering you anymore? Or you kind of, do you think you're at full strength? It's one time that it's that time in the game that you don't stop thinking about it, that you don't, doesn't hurt anymore. It's not like in practice that you are constantly thinking about your ankle that hurts. In game, it's like, turn it off and keep playing. Was it like that from the very first game, or was it kind of bothering you uh, early? Kind of first and second game was kind of hard, but after YouTube, uh, I can say that I'll be getting better. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Cool. And uh, obviously, there's been a lot of other injuries on the team, so I guess it's pretty hard to get a rhythm going on early. But as you guys are two and three right now, just what are some things you guys think you can do better right now? Everyone, actually, right now, everyone has to give more that what he usually gives to the team. It's not one thing that is like, we miss one or two guys, we have to keep doing the same thing. No, like everyone has to give, like, have to bring the energy that that guy cannot bring, have to bring the rebounds that guy cannot bring. It's like extra effort, efforts for everyone. Yeah, definitely. Are you seeing that, that kind of sense of urgency now a little bit from the team? Every game, yeah. every day, every day, you can tell, you can feel that it's that guy that you miss, but. It's no excuse for how we play, but yeah, I can say that the, the guys that that are in injury right now are the are important guys that we need. Yeah, definitely. I'd imagine that if it's a team full of like freshmen, that it'd be a little easier for them to get flustered if they mm-hmm. go on a bit of a stretch. But how helpful is it to have all of these seniors? I guess you guys aren't too phased by it, right? Right now, all the actually almost all the team is over the junior year. Everybody play minutes in the one, so. They know what is this thing going on, so and we know each other like most that the eighty percent of the team know each other from the last year, so it's a big thing that our team has that we are already friends and we know how we play each other and how what that we can find the things that we miss in the team for fixing. Yeah, definitely. Now you guys are getting ready to go out to the Cayman Islands. I wish I could go out there with you guys. <laughs> but uh just what are you, what's it going to take in order to, to get on a bit of a run there? 
right now everyone is uh, after yesterday that was a tough loss but i can from the good view i can say that uh, you can see that our team is getting back to what was last year is what we saw in the beginning of the game last night and i'm excited i'm excited because i know that everybody right now in that tournament think that not that we are going to be easy but everybody want to beat us so i'm really excited to see how how they react when we get there and we saw that hey we get back we we just come back from last year yeah definitely and obviously i think it's like what is it, three games in three days or something like that mm -hmm. it's a tournament over there really so similar to like the ncaa tournament uh -huh. just how helpful is it to get that sort of experience early on in the season uh, it's a championship. It's a tournament that we want. We want to win, and it's three games. How you say three games in three days? It's gonna be hard. It's, we're not gonna have rest, but we actually we don't need it. We want to get those wins, and it's all what we want in this tournament. Yeah, definitely. And I'm assuming you guys already started to look at the film for Colorado State. But just mm -hmm. what are you expecting out of it? It's gonna be a better team that we found last year over there in Colorado. It's a team that want us like they want to win us so they're gonna be tough they're gonna be they're gonna play hard but um, we're getting ready from today and i think that we are gonna be ready in two days definitely for BFM. yeah well, i have one last question not really a question but i want to mm. run a couple of nickname ideas for you, <laughs> you <see>. tell <laughs> yeah. me what you think about that uh -huh. so starting off with easy one the spanish sensation how are you feeling about that one yes or no mm. a little simple Little simple, okay. yeah. All Maybe right. too much. Okay. Spanish sensation. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. I know you're from Madrid, right? Uh huh. Okay. So I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but the mustache madrileño. The madrileño. Yeah. The mustache madrileño. I like that one. Okay. Getting better. Getting better. Okay. Getting better. The last one. I know that a, a big place over there is Puerta del Sol, right? Ah, uh -huh, Puerta del Sol. Okay. Yeah. So what about Puerta del Sol? Yeah, 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 yeah. Get it better? Yeah, it's okay, okay. Okay, well, we'll keep on working on it, but that's yeah, <laughs> all that I have for you, man. I really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Yeah, it was a lot of Thank fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> So that was Ivan Aracoachea talking about where he's at right now health-wise and also where he feels the team is at right now as they've been going through a bit of a rough stretch of games. Shout out to him for taking the time to talk to me and also shout out to him for bearing with me on a couple of pretty bad nicknames that I came up with maybe like two minutes before the interview, full disclosure. But personally, guys, I kind of like Puerta del Swole. Let me know what you think. I want to know what your guys' favorite is. But I need to get back on track and the Aggies are also hoping to get back on track as they get set for the Cayman Islands Classic. Now, I know that this is a saloon the barkeep get me a mojito because it's time to get tropical up in here yes sir that is right i'm hitting them with the salsa right now i got the footwork going on and honestly i'm pretty glad that it's a podcast because you guys can't see just how badly i am dancing right now but let me get back on track new mexico state begins its cayman islands classic run this monday at 9 a.m mountain time with a game against colorado state who was actually three and two on the season so far and i'm here to give you all a preview of the matchup in segment number three now let's start off by talking about the players on this rams team that you need to know about and the first one one is Nico Carvacho. Now, this is a six foot eleven senior center that is an absolute handful down low. He's averaging 14.8 points per game and 10.2 rebounds per game, which are both team highs. Now, the Aggies actually beat the Rams last season by a convincing score of 88 to 68, and they held Nico to 10 points and nine boards. But that was a big man, Eli Chua, in the mix for the Aggies, and he has since graduated. So that gives us what I like to call our duel of the day. 
Now the duel of the day, quite simply, is the top one-on-one -on -one matchup that you need to keep an eye out for. And for this game, it's the duel between Ivan Arekoachea and Nico Carvacho. Now, as I mentioned, Ivan is looking like he's at full strength lately, and we'll see how he handles himself against this imposing big man. Now, he really has had a lot of practice so far this season, because Ivan has had to go up against the likes of Carlton Bragg Jr. out of UNM, Zeke Nahi out of Arizona, just a lot of bored machines, and Ivan has not backed down, and he will have to do that again on Monday guys. Now the second guy to watch out for on this Colorado State team is freshman guard Isaiah Stevens. Now the Rams had a really good guard by the name of JD Page who graduated this past summer but Stevens really has picked up the slack in his absence this time around. He's already averaging 12.8 points and a team high 3.6 assists per contest. He's a really shifty guard, good speed to him but what impresses me the most is his shot selection guys. Now freshmen normally don't come in with the amount of patience that this guy has but he plays within the system he knocks down whatever good looks the defense gives him and that's why he's shooting 51.3 percent from the field so far this season we'll see if Terrell Brown can contain him because he is just a really efficient smart player guys and the final guy that you need to watch out for is sophomore power forward Adam Thistlewood now this dude is six foot six 200 pounds and you know my motto if you can spray you can play and this guy can spray it from deep he's averaging 4.4 attempts from behind the arc so far per game and he's shooting 45.5% in that department so this is actually going to be a really good matchup for CJ Bobbitt who usually is the one giving up inches in his matchups but in this case Bobbitt is actually one inch taller 20 pounds heavier and equally willing to step out to that three-point line so it'll be cool to see both of those guys going at it from deep now my ultimate key to success in this game guys Honestly, it's the same that it's been in the game against New Mexico. Just take advantage of opportunities from deep. And the reason why it hasn't changed is because A, New Mexico State has yet to really do it this season. And B, Colorado State gives up a lot of good looks. Now, the Rams are allowing opponents to shoot 35.5% from behind the arc, which ranks 254th in the country, according to KenPalm.com. And in case you don't know, guys... That's not very good. So last season, New Mexico State went 13 for 34, which is roughly about 38% from deep against the Rams in that 20-point win. That's part of the reason why they blew them out so badly. Now, this has to happen again, but still, guys, they have to have good shot quality as well. I like the aggressiveness that they showed against the Lobos, but they still threw up some pretty bad shots in the process. We'll see what happens, but now it is time for my prediction. So can I get a drum roll, please? So in this one, guys, I'm going to go with New Mexico State. That is right. Celebrate and go crazy. I do think it is going to be a hard-fought battle, but give me the Aggies by a score of 75 to 68. Even with the injuries that the Aggies have, I don't think that's enough to result in what would have to be over a 20-point turnaround from last season's matchup against the Rams. Like I said, I think the New Mexico State played some of its best basketball against the Lobos, and if that continues, that should be enough to get the win over Colorado State on Monday. But that is going to do it for episode four of straight shooter thank you so much for tuning in i'm actually going to be doing preview articles for all of the aggies games in the cayman islands classic obviously as the bracket takes shape so make sure to keep an eye out for that and also if you want even more coverage on the team follow me on twitter at jay the sports dude and also while you're there just while you're in the neighborhood leave some feedback as well i love to hear what you guys think of each episode because i love putting them together for you all this has been justin martinez aka jay the sports dude and i'll see you guys next sunday i'm out